you know, I love to give gifts. But what if you knew, say it without crying, that Father God had a gift for you? Special, specialized, specially tailored gift for you. Pastor Mark and Sister Pam are a gift that Father God has given the body of Christ. A gift. I mean, we don't, I don't know if you don't think about that way. I don't, haven't always thought about that way. A gift to us for us to open, us to be a part of, and for us to enjoy. And I thought as we got started, I know many of you will say great things about Pastor Mark and Pam. And, of course, 30, what, seven, eight, nine years plus, I could stand up here all afternoon and talk about fun times, good times, sad times, happy times, things we've gone through, things we've come through. Oh, blessings, blessings upon blessings. Word, just stuff upon stuff. But what I wanted to start off with this morning is the Word. When people, you know, bring their testimonies, that's an awesome thing, but the Word of God. And Jeremiah, he took me to Jeremiah Chapter 3, verse 15, and I will give you, see, there you go, there's a gift. I will give you, he has given us pastors according to his heart. He's got a heart for you. He thought about this gift for you. Like you said, Pastor Bart, that that it came up before the Lord, before heritage was uh, created and born out of a heart of wanting something, wanting what Father has. He said, I will give you pastors according to my heart, Father's heart, which shall what? Feed you. Feed you with knowledge and understanding. I stopped right there, and then the Lord said, no, 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 you need to read on. The next verse says, and it shall come to pass. Come to pass when? After you come, and after you've been fed with knowledge and understanding, when you are multiplied and increased. When you come, when you hear the word of God. And I know, I come tired, I come on Wednesday night, I come tired, my mind's somewhere else. But when you come and you realize that Father God is prepared, he's taking his time. Father God is taking his time to place in Pastor Mark and Sister Pam's heart a a smorgasbord, a, a buffet table prepared for us, for us to eat, us to take in, us to devour. And it goes to every part, everything necessary for us to what? Us to multiply Increase in all areas of our life. Multiply increase in our family, family situations, issues, finances, our home, our jobs, every part of our lives. So I wanted us to start with the word, and I will give you pastors. According to my heart, we shall feed you with knowledge and understanding, and it shall come to pass after you eat, and after you eat, and after you come, and after you present yourself at this table in this house, when you be multiplied and increased in the land in those days. Multiplied and increased. And I'm going to go to Ezekiel 34, 23. He says, and I will set up one shepherd over them and he shall feed them. Back to that feed. You need to get a hold of that. If I had something to feed you, I sure hope you would come. Of course, I just want to say that. I sure hope you come prepared out of my heart, my heart of knowing what you like. So that's what's so good. Father God knows what you like to eat. He knows you. He knows what you like to eat. He knows what to do your body good and do your life good. And he prepares it. And when we come, I guess my thought is when we come to church with that attitude, you know you're taking in something that you need that's going to be beneficial to you. It's going to change your life and change your family and change your circumstances. And it, you, it will happen and you'll be multiplied and you'll be increased. And in Ezekiel he says, And I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall once again feed them, even my servant David. And he shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. In the last verses in Ephesians, we all know this one. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. And he gave, once again, given as a gift, some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. What? For the perfecting of the saints. For what? we got things to do. 
for the work of the ministry. We got things to do. Pastor Mark, Sister Pam are doing it wholeheartedly, but we got things to do with them. And he's he's given us food from Father God to give us stamina to do what we're supposed to do. You see what I'm saying? I love me some sweets, but he's given us some some hearty food. Father God's given us some good, stable food. Man, when you eat that food on Wednesday, I mean, even Daniel, I hear him say, man, I can't go without my Wednesday night because the time you get to Thursday, you're just kind of feeling, kind of feeling a little sluggish and a little draggy. He's given us food to eat that will increase your life, your family. That's so awesome. And he's a gift. And Pastor Mark, Sister Pam, you're a gift. And I guess I've just realized that this week, the Lord showed me a gift that keeps on giving. And if you knew you had a gift, it would be good to come see what the gift is. Of course, that's just me. That's not down on you. That's just me, and like, like you always say, saying it for the good and the betterment of everybody. You know, if I've got something good, I sure want you to be a part of it. I want you to benefit. I want to see your family change. I want to see your life change. I want to see blessings upon blessings and increase in every area. For what? For the work of the ministry so we can go and do, get this thing done, go home, see what he's got for us to do because we all have a part. All have a part. Love you, love you. Awesome stuff. Off in some day. Hey, all right. Good job. Yeah, giving us a hand. Yeah. Well, is there anyone else? I know you yeah, want we'll to take up the offering. Let's do that. Yeah. And I, I think I see an announcement up here. Should I say this about Mr. Canada here? Ed Canada's birthday is October the 26th. And he'll be 98 years old. All right, so I got a little story to tell. Jerry, Jerry Harden sells us stuff at UAB, and we were talking about you, Ed. I said, I think he's about 90 years old. I said that, like, last week. No, he's about 100 years old, <laughs> and you don't look it, nor do you act it, sir. You're you're a blessing, and you're some somebody we all want to be like, so thank you. I saw you driving in that little S10 truck. I, I'm just so thankful for you, sir. I've known you most of my life for Midfield Car Auction. I was a little 14-year-old kid when I first met you, and here we are, I'm almost 60, I'll be 60 in January, so I've known you most of my life, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate your family. Give him a hand one more time. Yeah, awesome, 98 years old, wow, awesome. Okay, World War II veteran, I knew that, I forgot it though, thank you for saying that, thank you for saying that. All right, let's take up an offer and I'll pray. Father, we love you so much, and we thank you for this day, and we thank you for an opportunity to give and to sow into your kingdom. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will you cause to happen in our lives because we are tithers and givers, and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, so uh, I figured we'd kind of open the floor up. Anybody want to say anything good about my younger brother, Pastor Mark Winslet? Uh, it's always a blessing to to hear him uh, speak and preach, and and uh, I know you got more books in you, brother. I do. I do. It's awesome. So, uh Anybody's got a good, I know Pop's got some things he wants to say. There's Mr. Mr. Mark. If you don't mind, I'm going to get my water. I was so thirsty this morning when I got up. Here you go, brother. Thank you, brother. Good to see you, man. Yeah, love you, too. man. Love you, too. Well, Pastor Mark, uh, I know, I hope I know how much you know, that how much we appreciate and love you. You've uh, opened my eyes to the word that... Uh, you know, I just wasn't aware of, and uh, I was telling Starlet the other night, I said, I guess we've been going about, what, five, six years? She said, no, it was eight, and when she came before me, and I was like, wow, time really does fly when you're having fun, man. I mean, eight years, and uh, 
you you uh, you've done so much for us and uh, it, it's you've taught us so much like even tithing that uh, it 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 works and it, it's and uh, this this year I have started that discipleship program which uh I I was like man that's you know 2 hours and then another it's the fastest two hours of my life. It absolutely flies by. And when I when she asked me when she's here waiting on me, how'd it go? I said, "Thought I love it. I absolutely love it." I said, "It's just." I said, "You think he's got passion here? Go to one of these classes because these classes will. It's 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 amazing." And I thank you for it. And uh, I hope you know how much we love you because uh, this this place is home. You know, like I, we, we passed four or five churches to get here, yeah. you know, and, uh, I, lo- I love everybody here and, uh, it's just a blessing to be here and I thank you for it. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Marty. Love you, brother. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wait, so we're going to let ladies go first. Okay. Ladies first. Yeah. Ladies first. Hey, sweetie. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hello, everybody. Okay, now I could stand up here all day, and I won't, though. But um, 17 years, I've been sitting here 17 years, and I've learned so much. Um, I can go from um, Pastor Mark and um, Sister Pam. They've helped me through just family stuff, you know, because we all have family stuff. I've been um, officially sitting in counseling with him. I have sat on my porch and called him up. I just got to talk to Pastor Mark because this is going on. And um, and I didn't call him as a pastor. I called him as a friend. And it was like, and, and I never had to kind of, let me don't say this because this might not sound right or don't say that. I talked to him like I would talk to a friend. And he counseled me or talked to me back like a friend and um you don't realize how much you need things until you actually gotta have them at your hand pastor mark always say you can't go into battle not ready when you're in the middle of battle you got to be battle ready and um you can't learn to be battle ready when the enemy's attacking and he's at you and he's at your family and and you trying to find a scripture to stand on or you're trying to um, fight him because that's what it boils down to spiritual fighting. So um, just going to be brief. Uh, my sister, who's she's the one that got me in the word and got me stirred around. You know, she had, she was diagnosed with the C word, they say, early this year. And um She's the one that I go to to say, okay, what scripture we need to stand on? I need you to help me pray for this person or, you know, just stuff that she was seasoned in or is seasoned in still. And um, who do you go to when you need to stand in the gap for that person that you normally go to? If you understand what I'm saying, I couldn't go to her and say, hey, I need to I need help with a scripture for you. You know, what do you, what do you do? Um, so that comes back to being battle ready. 
because Pastor Mark said, you know, what do we say to these things? That's been what I've been told when I got to Heritage. What do you say to these things? Well, she's whole. She's healed. And we walk by faith and not by sight. Um, these are what we say. These are what we stand on. These are scriptures. And, and you don't learn that everywhere. I'm sorry. I'm not bashing any other church. But, you know, some things will make you go somewhere and cry. And I mean, cry like defeat cry. You know, and you don't get that here. You get, hey, this is the word. This is what we stand on. And this is what we do. And it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. So I say that all that to say thank you. Because it's sacrifice. I mean, you you don't be a shepherd to everybody without some sacrifice. So we know there's sacrifices made. And we want to thank you all for them. And that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, Wally. I've seen... So many miracles in my life. I never would have known they they belonged to me if it hadn't have been for Mark. I've seen so much. I got a grandson. My daughter couldn't even have children. And me and this man stood in agreement and prayed about it. She went to do another thing to... I don't know the procedure, but they told her, said, well, we ain't going to be able to do the procedure. You're ten and a half weeks pregnant. (laughs) So I got a little grandson, two years old, that me and this man stood in agreement because heaven ain't way off out there. It's right here. It's within our reach. And if we believe it, This man taught me to believe, to know that anything that I need is available for me right now. And all I got to do is believe it without any doubt in my heart. I thank him and Miss Pam from the bottom of my heart. Thank y'all for singing, being faithful. You know, we just got to be faithful and be thankful for the man that brought us through some of the hardest times this church has ever seen. He never give up. He's always been there for every person in this church that needed anything. And if I want somebody to pray with me and agree with me, that's the man right there I'm walking up to. And everything me and him's agreed on is happening. Not one or two things here or there. I'm talking about everything that I've ever agreed with him on has happened in my life. Thank you, brother. All right. Yes. Thank you, Wally. I love that shirt. I've always loved that shirt. Uh, First, I want to thank God that that many, many years ago that David and Brenda Winslet said that as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. 
Um, your whole family, Pastor, has meant so much to me. Matt, all those Sunday mornings in the jail. We had a blast yeah, we did. We, Don, you know, Don. Don, yeah, I didn't see Don over there. How do you miss that shiny head? But, um, but anyway, Pastor, you specifically, you know, I'm getting to go today and visit with my son and daughter-in-law and two of my grandchildren. And when I first started coming to this church, that wasn't an option. I mean, the, the grandkids wasn't born yet. And the daughter-in-law wasn't a part of my family yet. But still, I didn't have those relationships. And you've you've had your hand on my life for for since 2010. Um, so much has happened in this church and under your leadership. I've heard people say a family-run church won't succeed. Well, this is a family-led church, not a family-run church. But it's all of you, but you specifically, you're our, you're our, our, our spiritual leader. And um, you allowed me and Annette to celebrate our marriage here on our wedding day with the, the reception. You allowed me to share the stage with you at her funeral service to honor a promise that I had made to her a few years before that when out of the clear blue she said, if I die before you, you're going to preach at my funeral. I don't know if I would call what I did that day preaching, but I blubbered through it. But you allowed that, and I thank you so much for it. Um, my relationship with you has served many different places through the years. You know, you you were the the first time I met you. You were this big silverhead guy, the foundry that that preached a sermon that knocked my socks off, and um, and I knew there was something special that day, that Thursday night. Actually, you. Um, I had the privilege of, of learning under you through your discipleship classes that I, I took them six years and, and, and I finally it, it paid off that, uh, I was allowed to, to serve under you as a counselor at the foundry for six years. You, uh, you ordained me and, and that's an honor that, uh, you talk about honors and blessings we don't deserve. That was one. But you have, I don't know, it just continues to grow. I, I you helped me get over a syndrome that my mother instilled in me many years ago. I mean, she put pastors and priests up on this pedestal with God and y'all didn't have the ability or the right to be wrong. And I've disagreed with you through the years, but you gave, learned, helped me learn to give a pastor the right to be wrong and to, and to realize in doing so that you're not just this man of God that stands up here on Sunday mornings that you're a family man. You've got a wife, you've got children, you've got grandchildren, you've got so many roles in your life. You're human like the rest of us. And, um, it helped me appreciate you even more the way you've committed your life to Christ and the way you've led me. Um, you know, when it came time for me to leave the foundry and to, to move on in, in my ministry, and I, even though I work for an organization now that is funded by the, the state of Alabama Department of Mental Health and we're not supposed to preach the word, I was told there's a little loophole that if, if you can lead them to open the door, I can preach the whole New Testament. And you've prepared me for that. And, and, and it was your, um, Lord, words are failing me right now, but, but you led me to know how to gently open that door. And every time I get to minister to somebody, and that happens every day, many times a day, sometimes I feel like it's you talking and not me. And, uh, I mean, everything I learned, pretty much, I learned from you. 
I'm the person that I am today because of you and obviously by the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. But, um, you know, the, the, I hope you know the influence and the difference that you have made in my life. You know, we, uh, Jackie Gann says when, when Jake and Bethany got married that since Jake is my cousin that, uh, I'm married into the family now. I will always felt a part of the family anyway. But, um, I could go on and on and on, but, uh, I just want to thank you for the, the difference you've made in my life. And, and it, you've, you've, you're more than a pastor. You're more than a brother. You're more than a friend. It's like you're all of it wrapped into this great big package. That, uh, I mean, even though you're, I'm not going to tell you how many years younger than me, you're, you're, you're like a father to me in many ways. And so, um, thank you. All right. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> hey, Pop. All right, Pastor. You know, I've written you a poem or two over the years. <laughs> But the new thing, unprecedented. Marcos, twenty twenty three. Yes, you did many things nobody notices, but you are faithful and steady. And I personally know if, if someone needs a hand, you are always ready. As to your first youth trip, something we will not talk about. But better things grew from it. We've experienced good things, no doubt. But you are much appreciated. You do things few others can or will do. From my heart, I want you to know I have found a true friend in you. Your family left their birthplace so you could pursue this ministry. And I believe that you want to be where God wants you to be. So we honor you today on Pastor Appreciation Day, Asian Day. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who remembers you when we pray. Finally, of all the places in this world, this is the place you chose. May God's blessings and flavor fill your life. You are much loved. Marcos. Pastor Mark, 2023. I appreciate my pastor. He knows how I feel about what I've already said. Is a wonderful Bible teacher. If served as a meal, we are well fed. He is one of the most humble and unselfish men that I have ever known. Also, by my being under his tutelage, my faith has surely grown. I will honor him as my pastor, but he is more. He is my friend. And I know if I ever need anything on him, I can depend. We have, made, we have been on numerous youth trips, good times at the beach. While there, we have learned... We learn life lessons, valuable wisdom placed in our reach. If you're attending our church regularly, you know it feels like family. On Sunday morning and Wednesday night, it is where I want to be. As our shepherd, you guide us toward God's light, so we avoid the dark. That's why you are much appreciated and why we love you, Pastor Mark. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And, Pop, we appreciate everything you do for us, brother. Yes, sir. You're just a wonderful person. Hey, Hey, good morning. I don't really need this. I need. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Praise Jesus. And thank goodness we're here. Um, 
I like that what I heard about Pastor Mark being a gift and the pastor and counseling he does with people in all situations. Um, you know, and it's it's different. And I know he, he deals with family issues and childbirths and weddings and funerals and stuff like that, which is all a little... I haven't dealt with that personally through him, so it's great to hear that. But what I appreciate about Pastor Mark is that he ministers to some of the most downtrodden people you'll ever see. And outside of this church here, um, some of his work, he deals with people that have got nothing going for them, got nothing going on. And all they got is, is, is hope in Jesus. I know the first time I sat and listened to Pastor Mark, I can't remember what he said because I really had no interest in what he said. Uh, I was only there because to sit, I had to sit there in order to be fed that night and order to have a mat to sleep on. And, uh, that's, you know, that is what it is. And I think he knew that. He knew that. Um, but, um, uh, for him to minister to people like that who who have gotten to the point to where they have nothing, no hope, nothing to look forward to, um, you know, it's, 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 it's incredible to have somebody like that on our side. And it reminds me of, I mean, you know, where's the comparison? It's truly Christ-like because Christ reached out and touched people who had nothing and nowhere to go. I mean, I don't know of many stories where Christ was running in the rich people's houses and staying in mansions. You know, he's out there in the desert with little no shoes on his feet. And, and Dylan, I think some of the disciples were come from wealthy families. But, you know, I mean, the, the ministry, you know, the, he goes to the, to the, one of my favorite stories where he goes into the pool of Bethesda, which if you'll study the pool of Bethesda in Roman history was not a nice place to be anyway. Uh, and he, you know, he's, he's preaching to the, to the sick and the, the people who needed healing more than anybody else in the world. And that's who Pastor Mark reaches out to. And he's very complex and ambidextrous where he can, he would reach out to everybody, you know, and deal with, you know, situations and stuff like that. But, and me personally, it's the experience of him reaching down out to the people who have nothing. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Hello, Amy. How are you? I'm already going to cry. <laughs> I don't even think there's enough words or the best words to say. Um, I've never met anybody in my life like y'all. 
ever, ever. You've taught me to be a leader. You've taught me to be a mother. You've also been my mother when I needed one. You've taught me correction. You've taught me that I'm not a burden. Even when I think I am. I'm not a burden. And y'all love me. And y'all take the time out of your day to stop and just listen to what I have to say, even if it's not right. (laughs) When I met you, I didn't have any hair. I have hair. I've grown up, and it's thanks to y'all. Thank you for being the people that I've prayed for my whole life. And thank you that I never have to go without you. And thank you that I can call you at nighttime and have you go underneath the house with me if I need you to. But thank you for loving me when I know that I have been a handful and I know that I've probably been more than you realized you were getting into at times. But thank you for loving me anyway and thank you for wanting to help me and thank you for loving my child. Thank you for helping me grow up. And I can just sit here and go on and on and on, but it's all going to be thank you because you've done nothing but taught me. You've done nothing but believed in me. You've done nothing but walked beside me the whole time. (laughs) You've done more for me than I probably would do for myself at times. And all of those things that you preach, they're not in vain because I'm living them. (laughs) And you've taught me how. And it's not just y'all, it's your whole family. It's amazing to me how families can really love each other the way that y'all do and that you can really love other people. And I know that they say you don't get to choose your family, but yes, you do. Yes, you do. (laughs) And y'all will always be my family. And I even like you too, buddy. I hope that today is the most memorable day that you will have. And you're never getting rid of me. Just know that. Okay? You've done, I've done come too far now. We're on the way to heaven now. And when you get to heaven, just remember that I need a room in y'all's house. Okay? Because I'm coming. And I love y'all. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right. So just to clarify, crawling into the house was to fix the plumbing. Okay. <laughs> Anybody remember Todd Ivy, our brother Todd, amen. Uh, Amy rents Todd and Sherry's house, and so he, of course, they live out in Texas, and so when there's issues with the house, um, me and brother Jerry try to, to, to respond to that so yeah so yeah so that's what we were crawling out of the house for us to fix the plumbing yeah. Sorry. that's good all right okay all right Miss Elizabeth how are you
Pastor Mark and I have a lot of differences. He puts up with me, and I put up with him. See what I mean? (laughs) Y'all don't even know me. Y'all do not know me. I really did love Joseph, and we got to get back together loving one another, possibly right before he passed away. But Mark really didn't want me to marry him. And down along the road, it got to be, he didn't want to see me coming because I was complaining about Joseph. But I really loved Joseph. And Joseph finally realized that I really did love him. And I did not realize until his funeral how much he really did love me. He was always there for my children. Might not always been there for me, but he was always there for my grandchildren. They loved him so much. Joseph's pastor didn't want to marry us because I was a divorcee. Joseph's brother, who was a pastor, didn't want to marry us because I was a divorcee. I was forced into a very bad, abusive marriage. I was threatened. And so that's how I ended up because my family couldn't understand how I married a divorcee. And so Joseph's two pastors in his family and pastor did not want to marry me. But he really did love me, and I really did love him. And I would not be the woman that of God that I am today if I had not married him. Because I guess I was mean, rotten, hateful, and selfish. <laughs> but I do have a trait of being selfless now. And uh, someone pointed out that that's what, one of my sons has gone into all these years is being selfless. Like he gave away a handmade quilt that my grandfather made to some homeless person. But he took in two adopted children. He adopted two small children. And now he's given his kidney to someone. And it's like someone pointed out that his selflessness came from me. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else like to say anything? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Good to see you. Thank you. For being who y'all are. Um, for not being scared to tell people the truth. And not just tickle ears for what goes in the in the plate. You step on my toes and I love you for it. 
We're better off because of you. I know I am. And I know my family is. Thank you for not being haughty and being a, a real friend. You walk the halls and shake hands instead of strolling in at your appointed time. You, you really are a, a man and not a somebody that should be just above, you know. Just because where you talk from is above the floor. It's, you're down to earth. And it means a lot because people are told lies and it's it's scary. They don't hear the truth, which is what they need to hear. Like I said, I thank you for not being haughty. I thank you for being bold and being a true man of God. You stand up here and you tell us what he wants you to say. And maybe in your mind it's telling you there's going to be another empty seat if I say that. But you say it anyway because it's not about you. It's about everybody. And you give and give and give. And you are a gift. And I appreciate you. Even though I don't bust that door every Sunday, I still know in my heart that you care and it's because of you and what you told us. Even before I was able to get here, I was getting phone calls from her and she was telling me what you were saying because it was different from what she'd been taught. And she wanted to confirm with me because she knew that was the book I had to read. And I was digging into it. So I was learning from you before I ever had the freedom to be here and experience it firsthand. I want to thank you for being a family man and setting examples and, and taking time when it's the most inconvenient. And you take time anyway. That's hard to do on a continuous basis. You do the right thing no matter if anybody's watching you or not. And that counts to me. That's a man. And that's a man of God. And you got a godly woman with you. You can do nothing but win. I thank you. All right. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Hey. I can't say anything except what's already been said. Um, thank you for being the man of God that you are. You help those less fortunate, those that have nothing to believe in. You bring that word to all of us and all of them. Um, to me personally, you've made a really big difference in my life. Um, so thank you for who you are. Thank you for being the family man that you are, the example that God wants you to be to us. Um, I love you so much. I love your family. I don't know them well, but I'll, I know that I would love them if I did. I'll work on that, I promise. Um, but just thank you for everything. I appreciate you. All right.
Uh, I didn't really come prepared, but uh, I just want to say thank you. Um, I grew up going here, and but one of the things that, like, the heart of man, it's kind of wicked, you know, and, like, coming here has become, like, monotonous, and so when I hear you preach, it's like, yeah, he's my pastor, and that's really it, when there should be more. And I remember uh, it was a Wednesday, and my class got canceled, and so I went to your uh, discipleship class. I just wanted to see how it was. And, like, for the first time, I was just, like, my eyes just open up. I couldn't, like, like, you were just so knowledgeable in the Word of God. And I was just like, holy crap. Well, I was like, I, I was like, man, like, he, uh, all those guys are asking random questions. I was like, those are good questions. And I was just like, man, he, like, he really does know. And that puts a lot of confidence in me coming here because I know, like, the man I'm listening to knows his stuff. And he's being led by the Spirit. And that wants me to be more attentive when you preach, um, more attentive when you teach. And um, so, yeah, I just thank you. Uh, That's good. That's good. That's good. Thank you, Pastor Brother Matt. So I just wanted to thank you, Brother Mark, for being a part of my life over the years and being there for me and my family. And thank you, too, Brother Marcos back there. Love you, brother. And I just wanted to thank y'all for being there for us and uh, thank the kids got something they want to say, too. Thank you. And then maybe you want to say anything? I'll try. Thank you both. Thank you to the whole entire family, matter of fact. Thank you to the entire church family. We really appreciate the love that all you guys give, not just Pastor Mark and Sister Pam, all you guys. Thank you. Also want to give a shout out to Brother Matt and the praise team. Thank you guys. Y'all are awesome. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, buddy. Well, all right. Any anyone else like to say something? I think that's it. Well, I appreciate everybody coming up here and saying nice things. And of course, you know I love you, brother. Look up to you. Appreciate you. Learned so much from you. It's awesome what you do for us. And I hope you know you are appreciated. So love you. All right. Well, you want to come talk to us a minute? You want to? Use this mic, I guess. Praise God. Thank you all for all those kind words. And I think Brother Marty said towards the beginning that he hopes that I know that I'm appreciated. And I do know that, Brother. And it's um, uh, we don't have to have a special day for me to know that. And, and thank you for uh, the encouraging words. Um, I wasn't hardly out of bed good this morning, and folks were sending encouraging words, and that wasn't just because it's Pastor Appreciation Day. There's people in this room that speak into my life that are continually uh, building me up and, and with the Word and, and with words from the Lord and encouragement, and and um, and I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, Cecil is an example. You know, I mean, he had something to say publicly, but he's constantly after church you know come up to me and 
you know, just words, brother, sometimes I don't think you know how much they mean to me that that somebody's actually getting it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, 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 that people understand, you know, what Pam and I are about and, and, and um, what's important to us. And so when you share things like that with me and what others have done this morning publicly, but again, it, it happens throughout the year privately as well, and, and I appreciate um, uh, all of that. Amen. God is good, man. I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm just so blessed and have so much to be thankful for. And and um, on Wednesdays, we've been focused on a f- lot of verses, but in particular, the three that came from the lips of Jesus. He said, first of all, I and my Father are one. And then he said, apart, I and my Father are one, then Number two, he said, I can of my own self do nothing. And then he said, it's the Father in me who does the works. Amen. So again, I and my Father are one. I can of my own self do nothing. It's the Father in me who does the works. Amen. And that's the that's the model. That's the pattern, right? That you and your Father are one. Amen. And apart from him, you can do nothing. But the Father in you is the one who does the works. Amen. And that's that's how Jesus lived on this earth as a man, and it's how he wants all of us to live. And so I really, some of you know I do this, I, you know, things that I meditate on. And to meditate means to mutter to oneself. And and um, for different reasons, I, I, I didn't sleep much last night and didn't want to disturb Pam. And so I just kind of went into the living room. And, and that was one of the things I just kept over and over and over just under my breath um, because we, we've got to become aware of that. We've got to acknowledge those things and become conscious of those things, right? That first of all, I and my Father are one. Come on now. <laughs> Amen. And without Him, I can do nothing, but I'm not without Him. Amen. But it's Him in me and it's Him in you that does the works. Praise God. And um, I'm excited about what the, what the Lord is saying to us in this season as a family of faith, uh, because what He's saying to us now is preparing us, as Sister Ernestine said, for where He is taking us. And um, so, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for, um, again, the kind words that that were said this morning. Praise God. I understand there's food. Um, I didn't. I, I kind of, you know, it's okay. I'm not, but you know. People start texting me during the week, hey, we're going to be out of town Sunday, but don't you just want you to know, happy Pastor Appreciation Day. So I knew about that. I knew that this day was coming, So, um, but I did not know about the food. And so um, so I hope that all of you did, and you're planning on staying. Um, it, uh, it smells delicious, and it's going to be fabulous. So um, uh, let's stand. I want to make a couple of announcements while, you, while we stand, okay, that we need to be reminded of. First of all, uh, Next Saturday night, we're falling back. So you're going to get that hour of sleep the government stole from you in the spring. They're going to give it back to you. Um, I don't know about interest, but you're going to get it back. Amen. So make sure you set your clock back before you go to bed uh, next uh, Saturday evening. Um, it's, it's almost, you know, technology has has changed uh, that announcement so much now. For those of you who use a smartphone for your alarm clock, it does it automatically now. But um and then next Sunday, communion. So uh, let's uh, make sure um, we're here and bring some folks with you uh, for that. And uh, we're going to have a great time together. Uh, three weeks from today, 
will be our church Thanksgiving dinner. So um, I'm trying to figure out what happened to September and October is almost over. So um, so three weeks from today will be our church uh, Thanksgiving dinner. So that's going to be um, a great time together as well. We've got a special event for our young adults tomorrow night. They know about that. But, um, yeah, invite a friend and um, we'll have a great time together uh, tomorrow evening. I was going to mention Brother Ed's birthday, but Matthew did that. So thank you. Um, for that, and um, amen. I believe that's all the announcements I had, so uh, let's bless the food. Father, thank you for uh, this time together this morning. Thank you for the awesome honor and privilege that it is, Lord, to to serve uh, this beautiful family of faith here at Heritage. Thank you, Father, for what you have uh, put in us and what you're bringing forth from us, and um, Father, I pray that that what takes place next will be more than just eating together, but that it will be true fellowship. Father, that we will enjoy one another's company, abide, dwell, and delight, Lord, in one another 